Football is back and so is the Ringer NFL show. Coming at you five days a week with wall-to-wall coverage from recapping the Sunday games, giving a player perspective, deep dives, and previewing the coming slate. Check out the Ringer NFL show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra, not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode is brought to you by Nissan SUV. It's good to stay up to date. I mean, we've seen this in basketball. We've seen it in football. We've seen it in baseball. Once the stats started taking off in the 2000s, everybody had to figure that out. Then I remember in basketball, first it was three-pointers. Then it was defensive stats. You just got to keep moving. You got to keep evolving. You got to keep going. Now it's pace and threes. What's it going to be next, big guys? That's why the 2024 Nissan Rogue has Google built right into its 12.3-inch touchscreen infotainment system. With Google Maps, Assistant, and more, you can stay up to date on everything that's ahead without even needing to connect your phone. Find your next adventure with the Nissan SUV. Learn more about the Rogue, Pathfinder, and Armada SUVs at NissanUSA.com. We're also brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook and the Ringer Podcast Network, where we launched the full go with Jason Goff, our second local sports podcast. First one is New York, New York with John Jastrzemski, which ironically, I appeared on on Sunday after the Pats-Jets game. We talked about... um, whether the Jets fans should give up on Zach Wilson already. We talked about the AL East and how much I hate the Yankees. If you if you want, like, you know, if you want Homer Bill Simmons, I would go over to the uh, New York, New York podcast because you're going to get it over there. Just Boston sports for 25 minutes and me making fun of the Yankees. So you have that. Speaking of podcasts and speaking of me popping on other feeds, we are relaunching um, one of our TV feeds. I think it's the Recapables, but we are relaunching it as a, the Ringer's Prestige TV podcast because we realized during White Lotus that um, we just didn't have a spot to talk about some of these great shows and especially this fall when we have a whole bunch of good ones coming up and polarizing ones and shows like The Morning Show, which is where uh, Amanda Dobbins and I are going to talk about it on Monday. So check out the Ringer's Twitter feed or um, just search for Ringer Prestige TV pod. I think we're just calling it the Prestige TV pod. I can't remember. But me and Amanda Dobbins on Monday are going to be talking about The Morning Show, season two, episode one, which is one of the most bizarre shows, I think, of the last 10 years. I don't know if I like it, if I hate it, if I'm hate watching it, if I'm like kind of pretending to hate watch it, but I actually like it. It is just really confusing. It really is. Um, but I do enjoy it and look forward to it. So whatever that means, we'll be talking about it on the uh, Prestige TV pod. And we have a whole bunch more coming on that one over the next couple of weeks, including a lot of succession stuff. So be ready for that. Go search for that. The Prestige TV podcast coming up. The Cuz and myself are going to break down 
or rollicking week two where money was lost and won and seemingly lost and then won and won and then lost. And oh yeah, it's all next. First, our friends from Pearl Jam. All right, taping this, it is nine o'clock Pacific time. Cousin Sal is here. We just watched Chiefs, Ravens. The Chiefs just decided, yeah, we're not really that interested in winning this game. And the Ravens were like, not only will we take it, we're going to take it convincingly. We're going to change the narratives about ourselves. But Sal, I'm going to go backwards. Chiefs I'm stunned, by the way. I'm, I'm stunned by this result based on most of what we saw. Like, I, I guess we should be surprised by every Chiefs loss, right? Because it does seem like you say, they could just win whenever they want, right? And then they don't win. It's like, oh, what the hell just happened? Yeah, to paraphrase Norm McDonald, they were the chairman of the board. <laughs> they uh, they were the up 11 team. after yeah. the interception at midfield. The game's over. They The right. Ravens haven't stopped them the whole game. They do this terrible shotgun draw to Williams. They lose five. Now, another play, now it's third and 12. And Mahomes does, you know, the Carson Wentz, I'm falling down on the sack. I'm just going to throw it in the air. Even mm -hmm. if he just takes a sack, they're punting. The Ravens would have had to, to put together two long 15-play drives. Um, Ravens give away two extra points. Yeah. Chiefs still get the ball back with three minutes left. Still look bored. Just kind of methodically go down the field. Second and three, they're setting up Butker. And then uh, they hand off to Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who has not looked good the entire time they've had him. And I have no idea why he's the guy you would give the ball to there. He gets it poked out really easily. And then, uh, and then they can't get a stop. And Harbaugh does; he straps it on on fourth and one. <laughs> the old, the old Belichick Colts play that started the advanced metric store uh, war, like I don't know, twelve yeah. years ago. Such a great win for the Ravens. And if I'm the Chiefs, I'm like, eh, we know we could have won. Yeah, right. You figure that. And what, like Denver and Oakland are one and one atop the division. And I don't think they're scared of either of those teams right now. I said Oakland. I mean Las Vegas, but. They're two and zero. Two and zero, right atop the right. They're tied. I'm sorry, two and zero tied atop the division. And uh, yeah, I thought it was weird because they're first of all, I had a problem with Lamar like doing a uh, like a flop into the end zone to to go ahead by one. Like you still have to make the two point conversion to make this a field goal game. And of yep. course they didn't. So it's a one point game with three eighteen left. And then the Chiefs get basically to midfield on one pass right over the middle. And now it's like they have to kill the clock. So you could throw three-yard passes to Kelsey, which is probably what they should do to get into field goal range because that guy's really not going to fumble. It was a great play by the rookie for the Ravens to knock that jar, that ball loose from Clyde Edwards-Gillette. That I was surprised to learn that was his first fumble. I thought he coughed a couple up uh, last year. But even so, like you said, like Harbaugh's getting a lot of credit, but I think you absolutely have to go for it on fourth and one and a half. Like you're not stopping them three times in a row, right? Like that was... You're, it, it's serendipity at that point. If you have Lamar Jackson and a yard and a half to go, you have about six or seven plays you could um, use to convert there. So while he gets credit, I would have if he punted that ball, I would have said that this is insane. He should lose his job along with his brother. Yeah, because the Chiefs would have the ball with like a minute left. They easily yeah. would have gone down. They would have gotten their 40 yards and Bucker would have made like a 51-yarder to win it. And we right. all would have been like, why did the Ravens go for it? It's funny. I, I took a tore on Twitter and, and regretted it because everybody's like, oh, Ravens, Harbaugh, they went for it. So great. And it's like that everyone's showing the clip of Harbaugh going, Lamar, 
you want to go for it? What's Lamar going to say? Like, no, no, we should punt this. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to go for it. Let's yeah. not. Let's you know not. what? I, take, I, take the I, ball I, out of my hands. I tweaked my shoulder doing that backflip as somersault into the end <laughs> yeah. zone. Maybe let's punt this. We'll get lucky in overtime. Maybe. Oh, no, there's no overtime. Go ask your kids right now. Hey, kids, you want to get some ice cream? Like, no, no, we're good. We're yeah, good. right. Like, of course, Lamar was going to go for it. And of course, the Chiefs weren't going to stop. And they didn't stop ball game. To yeah. me, this was a game of two teams that were doing something that the other team simply couldn't stop. And anytime they got into trouble, it was because they did something else other than the thing the team couldn't stop. Like the Ravens had terrible picks. Anytime they threw the ball, the Chiefs were like, thank God. Mm -hmm. Anytime they rambled the ball, the Chiefs couldn't stop it. And conversely mm -hmm. with the Chiefs, anytime they just spread the field and didn't run, the Ravens couldn't stop them. They, right. they were double teaming Tyreek the whole game. They took him out. So Kelsey's wide open. Pringle was wide open. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, Robinson's wide open. I mean, it was yeah, it, it's, it's a stupid week two game. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it really is. And uh, boy, but that, so then you think about it, it's like, all right, both these teams are tough outs, right? So I don't know why we're looking ahead, but if I'm trying to like narrow it down to the final four in the AFC, why it would be any different from last year. I don't know that it would be, but, and I don't even know if you could fix this, but the Chiefs defense is just always going to be a sieve like this, right? I don't know that they should always give up 251 yards rushing. Uh, many of those came in the first half, even even when they had the lead. But uh, I just think this is the team, right? And they're going to be in every game. And, uh, you know, you could do this last ball, last team with the ball wins kind of thing, but they'll, they'll win like 13 games this year. I have no doubt. I don't like that they can't really run the ball. Like yeah. even on second and three, they lined up like they were going to run it. And I didn't feel good about the play before the fumble. And he would have been tackled even if he didn't fumble. It would have been third and three. Um, it just, to spend a first round pick on a running back who then doesn't solve your running back, whatever right. issues you had, wasn't great. But Mahomes yeah, they, usually goes for a 15, 20 yard, a big run that, you know, to, to move. That's the, chains, the thing. Second was only and three, roll three. them out. Yeah, yeah. Roll them out to the side and right. do whatever. I just thought it was a really lazy game from the Chiefs. And it's the reason we like watching the Chiefs. They have an arrogance to them now. They just feel like they could score anytime they wanted. Yeah. The Ravens got went up by a point at the end. They cut to Mahomes on the sidelines. It looked like he was getting like a manicure. Like, oh, oh, do right. we have to go? I didn't realize the car was outside. All right, I'll yeah. tell the lady Cause to wrap it. up. <laughs> yeah. Um, he just kind of waltzes out and immediately, as you said, immediately gets like the 25-yard pass to start the drive. But so I didn't learn that much about the Chiefs. I do feel like people are going to overreact to the Chiefs run defense, which is terrible. Mm -hmm. But they did go against the Browns and the Ravens. Aren't that, aren't those like the two teams you don't want to sure. go against if you have a terrible run defense? Yeah, exactly. Those are like as exactly the season goes along, it'll probably be a little I bit guess better for them. It usually does right itself. I, and we're going to talk about a lot of these. And the Chiefs are the prime example of this. But I feel like I don't think it's like this every year. Aren't there like eight offenses you love to watch right now? But you would you're skittish about betting any of them? Because that's how I feel right now. Like well, any, I'll tell you this: I lost Anyone on not a, the Jets. Basically, I'm into. I lost on a Chiefs Pats parlay, but I'm not going to whine about it because I won even more on a ridiculous Pats Cardinals. You did call no that. business, no business winning on that game where the Vikings kicker, who's been lights out, just oh. decides to miss a 37 yarder. The so, announcer still thinks sunk he made that one out from Minnesota. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, you got to You have to hear the clip. He's like, "It's up, it's good." Joseph does it. They went, what? No good. It's no good. No good. <laughs> and then he immediately got fired. Yeah. yeah, you know the offenses look pretty good, and I think you know last year we didn't have a preseason. We barely had yeah. a training camp. Everything looked so choppy. 
it seems like the offenses look good. The tackling's terrible across the board. Yeah, right. And it's like because we barely had practices, people are barely hitting each other. And mm -hmm. I think uh, it, it seems like the offenses are ahead of the defenses, which is why, you know, not to jump ahead to your stupid team with the Chargers, but oh. th that game had 37 points and there was one punt. And it felt like that game should have been, what, 45 to 42. And yet both teams were just shooting themselves in the foot and then giving the gun to the other team. Now you shoot yourself in the foot. Right. Yeah. Um, After all the years of the Chargers getting like 450 yards passing and losing. And now we, we, we're in a, we're a whole different ball game with this team. Yeah. I'll tell you my big takeaway from week two. We knew that we knew there was going to be some weirdness. We knew there was a bunch of overreactions from last week. But mm. I just don't think there's a really good team. I think there's a... I think there's a lot of teams that do certain things well. And I think the Chiefs, their ability to move the ball is probably the best of what everybody else can do. Mm -hmm. But there's not a complete team. There's certainly not a complete team in the AFC. I don't think there's a complete team really in the NFC. Tampa's probably the closest, but we saw two straight weeks of them just being completely unable to protect the lead. And Atlanta, it, that game was 28-25. And then Matt Ryan's like, <laughs> fine, tell. fine. I'll, fine, fine, fine. You guys, I'll, I'll, let's give it to you guys. They can't even cover the damn spread. They're down three in the fourth. No. Like Tampa's like, now let's put up 20. I was so mad. Uh, stupid, stupid team. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. San Francisco's the one team. I know what you're saying. They might be a team that does both, right? They might play good defense, but they haven't played. They played Detroit. And they played Philadelphia, who I liked after last week. But now we're seeing the real the Eagles team step up. And I guess they did give up a lot of yards to passing yards to Goff in the second half last week. But I, I would take a look at San Francisco. That's not a team I'd want to play right now. They seem to have it mostly together. Yeah, I made a list of what impressed me this week. And San Francisco is the first one because right. I watched a lot of that game. I had the Eagles plus three for million-dollar picks. I had a little of it in real life, mm -hmm. too. And it was one of those games, the Eagles... Should have been up 10 nothing, 13 nothing. They had all these cracks inside the 10. They couldn't, for whatever reason, couldn't stay out of their own way. And the Niners then just took the game. Yeah. And really for like the second half and a little of the end of the first half, they just completely dominated them. And I think the Eagles are actually pretty good. And San Francisco, if Jimmy G had played better, I don't think that game would have been close. And they were down, how many running backs have they lost this year? At least three? Yeah. Didn't they're seem down to matter. They just put in the next guy and, Right. He's fine, but I, I agree with that. I think the Niners look maybe the most complete, but they're going to have to figure out the Lance Jimmy thing, I think. Can we, if there's one narrative I'd like to get rid of, and I don't even know if this was ever a thing, but the West Coast team going East. And I was like, oh, I, I, used, to, I used to salivate when I see that. I'm like, oh yeah. my God, going East, Eagles getting points, but it just does not seem to bear fruit anymore. The, these guys are getting rest. They're figuring out a way to rest on these... Uh, private flights, right? Or these basically, yeah, they're probably sleeping on the flights. It, it just occurred to me. So I'm not, uh, not as enthralled with that. Yeah. That I wonder, thing. I wonder if the bells and whistles have just gotten so much better for these teams. Like they could just be like, Hey, we we're on East coast time, go into this crowd chamber for three minutes. Right. And then they go in or, or use this infrared sauna and then everybody's fine. That's you know, it. there's, there's Snap ways to equalize. It. Yeah. I did. I didn't tell you this. My uh, my daughter, she she injured her back, so she's been doing oh, some no. cryotherapy. No, it's not bad. It's it's she just has like a whatever, but she's mm. been doing cryotherapy. So I went with her, and she's like, "Dad, do it." And I went in for two minutes, and I came out, and I felt twelve years younger. What the hell is it? First of all, is it you just freezing? go in and it's like minus? Yeah, you go in. Yeah. They play music. 
And the first time I did like two minutes, second time I did two and a half, and then third time I did 245. Mm -hmm. And it's just freezing, but then you come out and it's like, I had like a right knee that was bothering me and it was fine. But it made me think like, really? these, guy, these guys must have so many different things they do that nullify all these old advantages that these right. teams used to have for like, oh, we got the West Coast team coming this week. Mm -hmm. It's just that those days are over, it feels like. Yeah, I think you're right. Do you submit after two minutes, 45 seconds or there's a countdown and like you're, you're done when, when it's... No, you, you tell them ahead of time. You do? Yeah. So, um, there's some people that do the full three and they just walk out and it, like wow. nothing happened. I come out like I've just been shot by an assassin. Ah! Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so, you're so cold and we're old. I know. But, that's um, what I would be like. Wait, where, look at my watch here. When is this ending? Yeah. So, um, so the Niners, I thought they, they're the Lance thing. If they get something from him this year, mm. that's the upside. Cause Jimmy G feels a little caretaker -y to me at this point. I didn't think he was good in that game. Uh, Tennessee's big comeback was another one that really impressed me. And it really impressed you because you, your entire fantasy season is tied to <laughs> Derrick Henry. <laughs> you beat me in our keeper league. He had like 48 points. You or were up like 25 points. Yeah. On me. I was like, I think you were like a, a 68, uh, 32 favorite percentage wise, but uh, no, no, no. What a second half. I don't talk about cryo. I don't know what that guy's doing. 680 carries in two years, something crazy. And yeah, he's, he's just he's he, demolishing that curse of 370. He's just took a shit on it. He's a unicorn. He really is. He's um and and like I pointed out, it's 75 degrees. This is when it's supposed to be easy to tackle him. But I think you're right. I think just the tackling around the league, it just sucks. Yeah, you know what the Derrick Henry thing? Usually when teams come back, they throw the ball. Tennessee came back by like right. doubling down on the stuff they're good at, which is basically running the ball play action. And just put some drives together. Well, and they threw some screens to him over the middle and they saw him breaking tackles. And they're like, all right, let him just have the ball however he wants. Let him cook. Yeah. Yeah, and it was a weird game because Lockett broke a long one. Number 18 mm -hmm. on the Seahawks. I can't remember what his name is, but he broke a long one. But I, it, it still doesn't feel like that Seahawks team, like to not take care of that one at home yeah. with the quote-unquote 12th man makes me a little suspicious of them. I know it's early. I know it's only week two, but that's like, if you're a really good team, that game should be over, I feel like. Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it should be over when, you know, was it Lockett who was open by like 25 yards? Like, I yeah. think like Tennessee's good for one of those. That's why they're never guaranteed a win. I don't care who they're playing, you know, because right. you could get that seven right back because there's going to be a faulty cover. Something's going to, with all these guys they signed, it didn't seem to matter today but uh and then they grinded them out like Tannehill didn't do anything right did he even throw a touchdown pass i don't think I, that, he, I don't actually, know. he actually did but julio jones that was called back for whatever reason well julio caught no julio caught one and then the second one it seemed oh, he like he caught it. right and then they decided to overrule it which was bizarre that was um cool. yeah so i left halftime in that game i was ready to have the whole who the fuck is going to win the afc south conversation with mm -hmm. you but it's it's probably Tennessee. Yeah. Wentz is already hurt. Wentz was that was another pretty shaky Wentz game. That was I, the bad I never ankle liked that to trade. begin with, right? Like yeah. That's, he re-injured that one. Yeah. He rolled that bad. I don't know if he comes back. And if he doesn't, that Jacob Eason is well, that might be so they play the Titans this week. That's exactly the kind of quarterback the Titans need to go against. Well, um, he came in and was awful. Yeah, second he, he, he pass like, was a pick. Yeah. He sailed one. Wentz is one of those guys. It's like, you know, if if you watch football all day with our friend Brad, mm. 
he's going to spill soda on himself and on the floor, right? It's just the way it's going to go. There's right. no way that's not happening. And I watch Wentz and it's just like, he's going to fall awkwardly, get hurt, take some, right. at some point it's not an accident. You kind of are who you are. <laughs> some people are more durable. Like you have, you know, kids in your kid's class and there's that one kid who like breaks his arm and then breaks his toe and then yeah. falls off the ladder and gets a some some people are just kind of injury prone or clumsy or whatever. Wentz is like a clumsy quarterback. I like the Brad analogy a lot. Thank you. You just don't, you just don't want him to spill grape soda on himself when you know that when like <laughs> when relatives are walking through. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. inopportune time is uh, is what you're hoping for. Like yeah. like it's like oh Carson Wentz is hurt. I, it, we'll see if he comes back. It's like I'm I'm just not surprised at all. I'm sure. not surprised that he fell awkwardly as he was getting sacked on a dumb play. So. Um, another one was Carolina looked good, but I'm not sure what to make of that yet. They killed the Saints. It was the classic regression game. They right. looked good on both sides of the ball. Darnold was fine. I saw him. I mean, his stats were kind of better than if you were actually watching him. He was fine. He wasn't like, I, I'm not going to be telling my grandkids about him. Um, he but threw downfield. He's thrown downfield with some zip, which, which uh, he is. I mean, we, we talked about this. Adam Gacy, the way he should never work again, right? Because yeah. uh, this is a... You know, it's a, it wasn't the Jets, I don't think. Um, although Zach Wilson, I don't know. That's a whole nother thing we'll get to. But we're, we're yeah, getting to that. I think yeah. Darnold will be all right in that division. I'm I'm curious to see what the Packers do. But the Saints can't be that much better than the Packers, and then the Panthers are that much better than the Saints, right? Like this is some. Which games are we throwing out, right? Of the first, I know. Like that, that's what you have to figure out. Well, who did? So the Seahawks killed the Colts last week. Mm-hmm. And then the Colts played the Rams almost to a standstill today. And then the Titans got killed by the Cardinals, but then the Titans beat the Seahawks. Now the Seahawks will probably beat the Cardinals. We don't have enough it's, of a sample. They, yeah, there's yeah. like 20 teams that probably depend. But we on will week. overreact week three. We'll think we know everything. Uh. One, one other thing really impressed me this week. We mentioned San Francisco. Oh, the Raiders offense. It's kind of it. old school 70s. Like they... Yeah. they all they figure out a way twice a game to get Ruggs or Edwards crossing the field full speed with like basically one on one and Carr just chucks it. Ruggs is and, good. And it works. Yeah. Ruggs is damn good. And when they're when they're double teaming Waller, he's even he's that much better. I mean, and it's phenomenal with Derek Carr. I mean, how many yards does he have in the last two weeks? Who's chucking it? Six hundred. It's it's insane. I mean, South. No Jacobs. Basically yeah. five and a half days rest. They right. go back west to east. And we'll talk about... Uh, actually, let's talk about them now. 817 the, yards in the last two weeks. Yeah, the Raiders, you called it. You had before the season. You liked them for some reason. Yeah. I had the Chargers. I, I, I like it, I like the Falcons, too. They, <laughs> no, but in that division, you had the Raiders. Uh, I had the Chargers. I think mm-hmm. you might be right with the Raiders. Uh, the other thing that impressed me, Roethlisberger is so cooked that it's actually kind of, it's fun to just, to know. We have our answer with Roethlisberger. He's mm. a well-done steak that the chef accidentally left in the oven too long <laughs> and he brought it out. And then now they're like, should we serve this? Or like, we can't, this is well done. Well, right. we, we should go ask the table. No, <laughs> no, they don't want it. The, the steak is black. They're, they're not interested. He's they're just left. done. I don't know what they do. I don't know why they didn't trade for Minshew. I don't know how they didn't, plan for like their plan basically for this is if Roethlisberger is done we'll go to Dwayne Haskins right and they have a lot of good skill players all over the place and they have a quarterback who can't move and who was done a year ago I don't know what you do 
Well, I was wondering which, like Juju Smith choose to have him in a, a fantasy league or two. And I see that he scored and it's like, oh, he ran it in. Like, it's getting that bad. Like, look, Juju, well, I'm sorry. I know we promised you a bunch of touchdowns. <laughs> we say you're just going to have to take the ball. <laughs> it's right. going to have to be in a handoff because we can't guarantee anything uh, along the way. Uh, and make a TikTok video out of that. But yeah, <laughs> right. he's, uh, they don't want him throwing 40, 45, 50 times a game, Roethlisberger. And it always seems like he's up there trying to come back or do something stupid. He just looks old. It happened to Manning. We saw it happen with Manning. We saw it happen with Breeze last year. Breeze was able to cheat it a little bit with these, mm. like, just getting the ball really fast. Roethlisberger can't do that. And and Najee Harris isn't busting any for 30 yards either. So that does, that doesn't help. I think the only answer left is maybe cryo chamber for like a half hour. You're only mm. supposed to be in there for like four minutes, but wow, maybe just leave them in like Jack Nicholson in The Shining. <laughs> see if it works. Uh, when we come back, I'm going to play a fun game with you. We're going right. to take a break. This episode is brought to you by Verbo. You know, it is already stressful enough to deal with airports, delayed flights, bad weather. You want your actual where you're staying experience to be perfect, to be lights out. You don't want to have to worry about anything. When you book a vacation rental, you want to know exactly what you're paying ahead of time. The stress of getting hit with unexpected cleaning fees after your stay, that can immediately cancel out all the great time you just spent unwinding. Thankfully, when you book with Verbo, you can see the total price upfront. There are no unpleasant surprises and the savings do not stop there, my friends. When you book with Verbo, you earn 2% cash back toward your next vacation through the One Key Rewards program, letting your money do the work for you while you've got your feet up. So while other vacation rentals can feel like a roll of the dice, relax knowing you booked a Verbo. Book your next private vacation rental in the Verbo app. This episode is brought to you by Nissan SUV. It's good to stay up to date. I mean, we've seen this in basketball, we've seen it in football, we've seen it in baseball. Once the stats started taking off in the 2000s, everybody had to figure that out. Then I remember in basketball, first it was three-pointers, then it was defensive stats. You just got to keep moving. You got to keep evolving. You got to keep going. Now it's pace and threes. What's it going to be next, big guys? That's why the 2024 Nissan Rogue has Google built right into its 12.3-inch touchscreen infotainment system. With Google Maps Assistant and more, you can stay up to date on everything that's ahead without even needing to connect your phone. Find your next adventure with the Nissan SUV. Learn more about the Rogue, Pathfinder, and Armada SUVs at NissanUSA.com. We're going to play a game called Who Stayed the Most on Brand? Mm. We'll take these one at a time. The Vikings, with yet another soul-crushingly ridiculous, stupid loss that left uh, people cutting, <laughs> the cameras cutting to the sidelines and the players and coaches just in disbelief. Right. This is the number one draft pick every year for losses like the one they had today. Their offense was great. It moved the ball the whole game. Murray kept throwing them picks every time they needed like a momentum turn. And then they actually had the ball at the end. They easily drove down in the field goal range. And the guy scuffed the 37-yard. He pushed it right. And they lose a game they never should have lost. And it was kind of perfect, right? Because you never really want Arizona, regardless of how good they looked last week. You don't want them, you don't want to give points with them at home. Like that's, you know, you're losing that, right? But, uh, you know, the Vikings aren't winning either. Just with what goes on with Coach Zimmer. I mean, I feel bad for him, but um, I don't know. And Dalvin Cook came to life, right? He had over 130 yards. I just, he was uh, awesome in that game. This is just what, this is just what's going to be with this team, right? We'll never get it. And all their, 
hurt defensive players are back. And it doesn't really matter. They'll have guys that shine like Thielen and, and, uh, and Jefferson more last year than this. Although I guess he caught a touchdown today, but, um, I don't, uh, I don't trust that team at all. That's why when everyone went crazy, what was their over on? They're like eight and a half or eight. I was like, yeah, that's that's right. They're seven and ten, eight and nine team for sure. And now they have to but battle to get there. The best man in my wedding, Jeff Gallo, mm-hmm. one of my closest friends. I texted him afterwards. He was just trying to be nice. I was like, Nick Vigil, it's kind of kind of your kind of Viking because he used to love Scott. Scott, uh, what the hell was their middle name? Scott Studwell. When oh, we were yeah. in high school, <laughs> he texted me back. I refuse to watch any games except checking my phone <laughs> occasionally unless it's playoffs or near. It's been paying dividends the last few years. It's just ridiculous. They've literally broken him. He's 52 years old. The Vikings have broken his spirit to the point that he doesn't watch them on Sundays anymore. It's so He's crazy. just moved on. That would be a good documentary because I have a handful of people in my life who just stopped watching their favorite team. <laughs> it's just like they'll, they'll find out about it at night and they don't even have to see one highlight or anything. But they, it, it's just a, it, soul crushing is the word. They just can't get over the team. Well, I, we'll go through all the 0-2 teams in a second. But um, that's an 0-2 team that I'm not ready to write off yet because they can move the ball. They had over 400 yards right. in week one, even though they lost. And that game today, anytime they needed to move the ball, they actually moved it. Cook had a really good game and took, I watched way more of that game than you did because you had Cowboys Chargers same time. Cook took a bunch of hits. There were multiple times when it seemed like, oh, here we go, Cook injury. Um, But they can move the ball. I'm not ready to 100% write them off in that division. You know, without looking, how many yards do you think Kyler Murray had rushing? I know he's your guy, so you probably know because you have him fantasy-wise. Um, not many. I would say less than fifty. Yeah, I thought I thought it was like sixty, seventy. Just by the way, it felt like any time he took off, he did whatever he wanted. But he threw for four hundred yards. That was the story. Yeah, well, that was my next who stayed the most on brand. The I I don't know if I'll do it again. The Cliff Kyler gambling roller coaster that you go on with that team. I only had them in. I only needed them to win. I wasn't going to lay the points for all the reasons you mentioned yeah, earlier. You, you know they're down. 20 to seven. Mm-hmm. And then Kyler, who's just magnificent on certain series. And it's just like, he's just, just makes some of the craziest plays you've seen. All of a sudden they're winning. Now, all of a sudden he's scrambling around. He's throwing up for grabs again. Then he looks great again. Cliff doesn't seem to understand time concept of clock, clock management. They had the ball at the end with a lead first down. And Kyler runs out of bounds. Minnesota had three timeouts left. There's right. like 240 left. Mm-hmm. And Gus and Akib Tlaib, who were awesome today. Mm-hmm. But neither of them even were like, wow, that's stupid. You re- he just ran out of bounds. He yeah. saved 40 seconds for them. You can't do that. But they do the dumbest shit. And yet they it worked today. But I don't know if I can do it with them. I think, you, I think it's okay to bet them as an underdog. But I don't think you can put them in a tease lay major points with them. I just would not advise it. It's too stressful. They're, I mean, they're one of the handful, maybe seven or eight now that I think about it. Offenses are really fun to watch, but you don't want to have any money on them at all, right? Like uh, every game seems to be that Hail Mary against uh, the Bills last year, right? Except just maybe slightly less dramatic. Um, although this one like rivals it, really putting the Vikings away. They love the degree of difficulty. Them. It's like, oh, we're mm-hmm. on the two-yard line. Let's do like this really cool... Rondell Moore, like sweep thing where he's got to then reach, extend the ball and in the three, and then the ball gets taken, fumbled, goes out of bounds. But yeah. like 
Just make it easy. You have Kyler Murray. I, it's almost like they want to protect him and not have him take too many hits. Mm -hmm. Anyway, they stayed on brand for me. I knew from last year, be careful betting on those guys that did it anyway. Carson Wentz is Carson Wentz. We mentioned him. He's just on brand yep. forever. The Jets are in QB hell yet again, so. I mean, you see all the comparisons, like only Mark Sanchez did this, like only Alex Smith did this. Only three players had four four interceptions and four completions. Like it's never been back-to-back uh, -back interceptions. Three out of four passes intercepted. Like, oh, how many different ways can you kill this guy? I jumped on board and made fun of him, but I thought he was the best of the group going into this this uh, season. Interesting. I, really did. I don't know if you count him out. And this is before Romo copied me and said he thought so as well. But um. I, I don't know. I mean, you couldn't have. Uh, I don't know how impressed you are with the Patriots. What do you even take from that game, other than that the Jets are going to go like two and thirty-three over the two years? It's insane. I went on uh, John Jastrzemski's pod after the game. We talked about it. I thought it was yeah. a terrible Patriots win. I thought they they actually should have won by way more. I didn't think they played well. Um, mm -hmm. And Zach threw them the ball a couple times, and then they kind of once they had the lead, it was fine. Harris was really good. But um, I think the Jets throwing Wilson out there against Belichick and that Pat Stee without two receivers, without his left tackle. Yeah, Beckton, he's the best player on the team. And JJ job. was like, they had to. They don't have a backup. And then you ask yourself, well, how the fuck don't they have a backup? <laughs> Wait, they traded for Shaq Lawson before the start of the season. Why didn't they trade for like Minshew or somebody? Right. Like, So they don't have a backup, so they got to throw this guy to the Wolves. And we've seen there's a history of these young quarterbacks in terrible situations who lose their confidence. Mm -hmm. I, I It really seemed like he was going to have like seven interceptions today. He had four. There was like a quarter and a half left or two quarters. Oh, yeah. Something yeah, well, like that. They ended up running 31 times, I think, just to save face. Because like, if, if that if the headline is that he throws six picks, you're exactly right. Confidence is shot. And uh, yeah, I mean, you see these guys, they try to do too much. And especially against a defense that was hungry, like the Patriots, after losing that first week. So um I don't know. He can't be that bad, but this is not a good sign at all for the Jets. I mean, he's a Jet. That's the problem. He's a freaking Jet. The mistake they made was going in on him in basically in January. And then when the Niners wanted to trade up that third pick and they were offering all that stuff, I, the Jets should have taken that trade. Yeah. That the, that the third team, who's the third team? Philly. Yeah. Yeah. That should have been the Jets. The Jets should have been like, we'll take all that stuff. Yeah. We'll move backwards and we might get somebody like Fields anyway. Mm -hmm. I just feel like uh, you're bringing this guy in to fail and they've relived this over and over again. The Jets fans now are hitting that point like my friend Jeff, where it's like, at what point is this worth it? Right. To, well, like 20, 15 years of this. 15, yeah. I mean, he looks up and Braxton Berrios is his number one receiver, right? There. I mean, he had right. seven catches. <laughs> Weighed by the Patriots. <laughs> Pretty brutal. Like, can't all be my fault. Uh, more staying on brand. Brady's got nine touchdown passes. I know. And I think, so the record's 55, 17 games, so we get an extra game. They're doing like weird stuff inside the five where they never run it, ever. It's always yeah. like play action. It's the tight ends. It's the Evans. It's the Godwin. Mm -hmm. It's like he's trying to rack up touchdowns. And Gronk is good for two a game now. It's stupid. It feels intentional to me. Yeah. I think I think he's like on a mission this year. It reminds me of the 07 season a little bit when he clearly just wanted to have like this crazy statistical season. This this season has a little whiff of it. Also, their running backs aren't that good. I don't think Fournette's look that good. And uh, 
and they kind of need him to throw around there anyway. But nine touchdowns in two games, Sal. Yeah, that's they're forty-four. Do what they want shit. Does he have nine already? What's yeah. his MVP number? Are these are these out already? Because this is at some point it gets ridiculous, and he has to he has to win it, right? Doesn't the MVP part of that MVP dialogue have to be that he kind of convinced Gronk to come out of retirement? He convinced sure. him to get Antonio Brown. He convinced Godwin to come back. Yeah. Um, they didn't really lose any free agents. He's like the guru of the entire team. He's got Alex Guerrero probably involved with different people. I think he's got to be in the conversation. Well, he's third. So Mahomes and Murray are five to one and Brady's 10 to one. And people are like, oh, why are you talking about this week too? It's like, well, from a gambling perspective, this is exactly when you have to talk about it, right? Yes. This is when you're going to suck out the value of anything. And I like, I like Russell Wilson at 13. He went to 12. I like that. I mean, I have like four guys I, I bet for, uh, for MVP. <laughs> you can't stop betting the MVP. You're I like house it. with the NBA. <laughs> house, had, house had every NBA MVP candidate by the end of last season. He really season. did. He had guys that weren't even in the league anymore. I think <laughs> he had an olden colonies for MVP this year, I think. But uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, even Lamar is 16 to one now. I have to get away from this FanDuel page. By the way, I was in Tennessee this weekend. Oh, my God. It's so great to be able to bet. Just, just I, I had the FanDuel oh. app. I was going. I put in a bet probably every three minutes. I bet the first touchdown scored in every game and like cup hit for plus 850. I was like, oh, I got to get rid of this money. I couldn't get I I, I loved it. There's a thousand different things. I'm not being a, a shill, but we need freaking, we need to legalize California already. This is so dumb. Nah, what it's would California best. do with that extra revenue? Ah, Jesus. Yeah, you're what right. What would they do with it? What, what would we like, make things well, better here? Come on. Nah, well, homelessness we fix the roads, we fix the homelessness? Now, so, Stop. Yeah. What are we going to do? It just bums me out. It was so easy. Well, you look at the, uh, the Bucks. They're playing the Rams in LA this week. Mm -hmm. If they win that, they got the Pats in week four. And then it gets pretty easy because they go Dolphins at Eagles, Bears at Saints, at Washington, home Giants, at Colts, at Falcons, home Bills, home Saints, at Panthers, at Jets, home, home Panthers. I went from thinking that they had a really tough schedule before the season to that schedule kind of sucks. Yeah, it's easy. It sucks for if you're rooting against them, you mean. Yeah, I remember trying to look for losses on that schedule. And I'm like, oh, man, I know it's hard to repeat and everything, but how is this not 12-5? and five? At least, at least they're going to win the division. Well, look at it this way. We always say, like, how many games will they be favored? What will they be favored right. by? They're, they're going to be favored. Well, we'll get to the Rams-Bucks game in a second. I think the Rams will probably be favored in that. But after that, they might be favored if they're healthy in every game the rest of the every year. Every single one. Yeah, at maybe. at Saints Week Eight, the way from what we've seen in the first two weeks, they're going to be favored. Mm -hmm. um, at Colts, at Falcons, Week Twelve, Week Thirteen, they're going to be favored. So, we, so what are their other road games? Uh, uh, at Carolina, they'll be favored. Uh, at Pats, at Eagles, at Saints, at Washington, at Colts, at Falcons, at Carolina, at the mm -hmm. Jets. Not the Jets. So I don't know. yeah. No, so no, that no. Brady five to one. I already have Mahomes four to one, but I might have to put Brady five to one because he, I'm telling you, he's not Brady's ten. Brady's ten to one. Mahomes it was and ten Murray, to one. Yeah, Mahomes and Murray. Are oh five my to god. One. Yeah, ten to one. Yeah, but as soon as anyone hears this podcast, it's going to go down to plus oh, six fifty. We'll, we'll do it. We'll do it right when we finish yeah. the podcast. Yeah, slow this down, Kyle. Um, more stayed on brand. Gus Johnson and a keep to leave. <laughs> That's We're, one thing you got. I'm going to have to trust you on this. I didn't hear. I didn't have a lot of sound audio in my travels this week. Kyle, come on the zoom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How much did we love Gus and a Oh, they were dropping sound bites left and right. 
<laughs> I, was, we had, I was paying attention so hard. Anytime Arizona and Ten- we had the four TVs, anytime Arizona and Tennessee were on, we had yeah. them on the main TV so we could hear the sound. Like we never put Chargers Cowboys <laughs> on the main TV unless it was a commercial right. or the Seahawks Titans or the uh, Bucks Atlanta. They were really good. I like, and they actually like really liked each other. They had good chemistry. They were doing like coming out of timeouts mm-hmm. with like Akeem's vision, like these little plant things. And Akeem's just like, I'm just going to be me. I'm not going to try to sound like an announcer. I love right. that. I thought I, uh, I thought that was a huge win for Fox. I know you like him. I just I challenge you to put anyone with Gus and make it a bad uh, broadcast. Like I don't I don't see. I'm trying to think like who. It's true. Who Gus be, is right. Like, I do who, love uh, Gus. You're right. You're right. I don't know. I don't know why I'm overthinking like it. Like if you put like Kristen Stewart with with <laughs> Gus with Gus, it'd still be an A plus team. I think. I think who's who's Jay Leno with Gus? Could Gus <laughs> save Jay Leno. Leno at this point? Yeah, yeah. Leno could uh, interject with his uh, fancy his silly cars, and it would still be a great game. Gus they, yeah. What's coming up <laughs> with these two point conversions, Gus? <laughs> um, all right. The only other on brand was million dollar picks. We won money again. Granted, we barely won money because the Chiefs screwed us, but. Uh, we won money again on million dollar picks, so we have not I'm gonna had a losing. I'm going to give you credit week. because we, I, I kind of laughed at you here. We had the Jets, Patriots, and the line was what three and a half at open. Now it jumped up to six, but you guessed nine, and um, yeah, that was even low for the, for what we were presented. I, I, I still don't understand why the line. I do. I will say I thought the Jets defense was pretty good. I thought they were fast. There's yeah, going to be they'll st- the Jets defense will steal a game for them in the next three. They just. Wilson needs to play with the lead. Unfortunately, he's playing behind. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. I'm going to give you four 2-0 teams. Okay. And you tell me which one you're buying the most and buying the least. We'll do mm. most first. Raiders, Panthers, Cardinals, Broncos. Which one do you like the most? Raiders, Panthers, Broncos. Cardinals, Broncos. Cardinals. Uh, okay. I'll, I'll see. I don't have the benefit of having everyone's schedule in front of me, but... I'll stick with the Raiders being number one. Um, I think they make both good play, big plays on both sides of the ball. I think that offense could be tough to stop. I think they have an upset against the Chiefs in them, um, probably week ten or week eleven, right in there. I say they're number one. I'll give you the schedule quick. I'll give you the next five. Yeah, home Dolphins. Oh, they should kill them. They should win that at Chargers Monday night. Home mm-hmm. Bears at Broncos at uh, home for Eagles week seven. So they could be five and two coming out of that sure. in the bye. I think that's fair. And then they have at Giants week nine, but the their two Chiefs games are in the second half of the year. They also have the at Browns in week fifteen, and uh, at Cowboys on a Thursday that Thanksgiving game. Is it weird so to say those I trust the Broncos second because they're in the same division? The Chiefs are like I don't know, I don't know that I trust the Cardinals as a. Uh, I don't think they'll be like nine and five at any point, right? I don't trust the Cardinals. I, yeah. I got Raiders, Broncos, Panthers. We still haven't seen them play a good team mm-hmm. yet. Right. So I'd have them last. Cardinals at least can move the ball. That's Car- fair. I got I to gotta say the Cardinals, they did a nice job if A.J. Green can stay healthy. They have four receivers that mm-hmm. I think I really like. Because yeah. Rondell Moore is a stud. That guy is really, really fun. I don't think anyone ever expected Kyler Murray to throw for 400 yards. And believe me, the, the Vikings have playmakers too on the other side of the ball. All right. Which 0-2 team do you still believe in? Here are the nominees. We have have six 0-2 teams. Jets, Giants, Jaguars, Colts, 
Falcons, Vikings. And I think the number, I heard Ben Solak say this on Friday's Ringer NFL show, you're 90% out of the playoffs if you start out 0-2. One well, out of every 10 times. Yeah, but that's before the seven, The extra team was in, right? And the extra game. Now we Listen, have extra games and extra teams. And don't bring logic into this, sound. I'm just telling you the percentages. It's All right. 90%. Well, we, we, we said the Jets. Didn't we kick them out already? Yeah, the Jets week? are out. They're Jets out. are out. I think we um, made the right call. The Giants, uh, that was a ridiculous game to lose, but uh, I didn't see them going to a Jaguar. Jaguars could go a while without winning. I really do think, um, I don't know. It, it's just not right just yet. I would say Colts and then Falcons second. Oh, no. I, I would know. I'm the a mess with this Falcons team. I can't leave them. I can't do it. So the case for Indy would be they can they can block. Defense is pretty good. Mm-hmm. They they've had some injuries at receivers, so maybe by like week seven, week eight, when they have everybody back, they'll have a little more firepower. I can't believe I'm saying this because I do think they they're completely cursed. But I think the Vikings are the best of those six teams. Yeah, from what I saw today, we watched that game pretty close. Um, all right, that, I, yeah, that, I, it's just so hard to separate like fantasy from what we're seeing, right? Like Vikings, you would have four; you'd gladly take four fantasy guys on your any of your teams, right? Well, and, uh, it's weird though; they kind of have a pass rush too, yeah. but they have a pass rush, yeah. Um, and they can move the ball like they. The thing with them is they can get like a third and nine, or third and twelve if they need it, right? They they have mm-hmm. like a third and one; they can get it. Like they can keep the chains moving, which is. You know, yeah, I'm looking at their offensive stats, and there's no nothing to suggest they should have lost. Like Cook went yeah. for 131. Cousins wasn't bad at all. Three touchdowns, no interceptions, 22 for 32. And defensively, like how many like first Hen- downs? Hendricks, uh, how many first downs to that team? Yeah, I don't think they keep those stats. No, uh, our first down, 22 to 21. So Vikings 22, yeah. Cardinals 22 21. first downs. Plus they had like a 70 yard touchdown. Yeah. Can I give you some Matt Ryan stats? Yeah, jump in there. Since 2017, since the Super Bowl loss, he's 28-37. Wow. Since 2018, so 18, 19, 20, and, and the two games this year is 18 and 37. Mm-hmm. 109 TDs, 47 picks since the Super Bowl loss. Mm-hmm. It's, it might be, it's close to done. There was a play that we were laughing at today when he just sailed it over Ridley's head on like an out. And yeah. Ridley did the thing where he stopped and then they had cut the close up and he was just kind of like, really? This fucking guy? Like, he just had... I, I don't think it's going to last long with him. I don't know if they have a backup, but man, they... Well, Josh Rosen jumped in there and put together a .8 QBR. I mean, he was over Chosen? Chosen was in there. <laughs> Chosen he took the there. last two snaps before uh, before uh, TB12 took a knee and put him out of their misery. But you have a guy like Kyle Pitts is like, hey, I'm a once-in-a-generation player. And you're making yeah. me look like shit here. <laughs> yeah. He's another one whose stats never add up, Matt Ryan, right? He's always around 46, 47, 4,900 yards. Their defense is always 25th. When I say always, since let's just say since the Patriots. They're, they're between 25th and 31st defensively every year. And uh, that didn't get better today. Although there were two defensive touchdowns, right? The Tampa? Yeah. Not great. Yeah. I'll tell you, Arthur Smith, I had higher hopes. Every time mm-hmm. they cut to him on the sideline, it looks like he's trying to catch flies with his mouth. He's just right. He's got, he got that like deer in the headlights. Does not inspire a lot of confidence. And maybe uh 
I thought he was a really good offensive quarter and it might be not up to the job. Before we uh, guess the lines, the underdogs now 21 and 10 for the season. Is that what it is? Yeah. They were nine and six this week, including Thursday. And uh, 21 10 for the season. Every year we know this is going to happen and every year. Uh, You're going to get some shitty ones like the Jets in there and everything, but the but the Raiders was easy. Um, you know, it was a great game, but I love taking the Vikings. There were just some easy ones like the Tennessee. You bought, you liked it too, right? Getting six and a half, even with the 12th man. I, like, I stayed away. Weird. I was afraid of Seattle. I, I ended up liking the Panthers. I bet on the Panthers. Yeah. Cause once they had that, too. that thing about how the saints lost half of their coaching staff, I was like, oh man, I'm betting the Panthers. Right. Yeah. That's Panthers matter. plus three. It's weird. What matters? Like, yeah, losing seven, um, coordinators that does, that does matter. <laughs> so it seemed like. <laughs> Seems like that would matter. All right, mm. we're going to uh, take a break. Come back with guest lines. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra. Not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Michelob Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe Spring. On the way, warmer temperatures, more time outside, more time away from your home. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you're doing what you can to protect your place and get a Simply Safe home security system, comprehensive protection for your whole home, a great way to keep you and your loved ones safe. What if you're going out for Easter for six hours? You don't think the burglars are going to figure that out? That y'all, y'all packed up your car at like 1130 on Easter and you drove off somewhere? Yeah, all they need is an hour. I'm not the only one singing Simply Safe's praises. Simply Safe, named best home security system in 2024 by US News and World Report, recognized for the best customer service and home security by Newsweek. Protect your home today. I use Simply Safe and love it. My listeners get a special 20% off any new Simply Safe system when they sign up for Fast Protect monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/bs. Don't wait. That is simplysafe.com/bs. So you managed to follow football today, even though you were traveling. You had um, your cousin Katie's wedding. Yeah. Which made me feel super old because once upon a time, you're one of the Kimmel show. Uh, when I used to hang out during the days when Kimmel was doing his monologue, helping him with that. And Katie would come in on Wednesdays. What was she in like? How, how many years ago was that? They had like bunk beds, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like they had the bunk beds in there. She was yeah. like doing her homework. She, and now she's a married person. It's so weird. It was a great wedding and she's very artsy. And so was her uh, husband, Will. And it was a lot of fun. And um, yeah, it's just weird. I think she's the first. I, I, I saw her grow up. I was an adult when I saw her at like two or three. You know, I was like, so this is the first of those weddings. So that's, uh, I don't want to get emotional, but it's, uh, it was a lot of fun. But I was uh, in Tennessee. In Nashville, where I should have been watching that Cowboys game, we haven't even mentioned that Cowboys Chargers. Well, I, game. that's why. Well, let's do For it now. God's sakes, yeah. But um, so instead of being at that game, I may or may not have been at a Dave and Buster's with Clay Travis watching games all day. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how did you fly back? Uh, I flew back at uh, like right when the Cowboys game ended. 
Oh, wow. Basically. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, you just maybe, made maybe, it. Maybe a half hour before. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but I was getting everything on the plane. But yeah, you would think that would be like, uh, I would rather watch a football game with Clay Travis and a Dave and Busters during a pandemic. And that's what I ended up doing. But um, how about, so I heard it was like 70, 30 Cowboys fans. Like I, that's the, I, I averaged out anyone who was there. I was like, I need to know this. And they're like, yeah, 70, 30 Cowboys fans. That sounds about right. But what didn't sound about right is they, like you said, they punted once one punt between both teams and the under hit by 20 points. There's this weird thing going on with your team where Pollard is now as good as Zeke. Oh, yeah. And it's not like Zeke, I don't think he's bad or anything. It's just you have these two really good running backs now. And he was fine. He had almost 100 combined, Zeke. Yeah. I, I didn't mind him today. Yeah. So you just have a ton of firepower because it just seems mm -hmm. like anytime you're on offense, it just seems like five guys can make something happen at all times, which was right. weird because I thought the Chargers defense did a pretty good job in that game. And I think... In general, I think they have a good defense, but um, yeah, I mean, I, Dak only had like two thirty around there, and you know, what Herbert had beat him by like a hundred yards. I mean, when Herbert throws, God, he's got one of the best cannons I, I remember so good. in a long time, right? It's, it's, it, I feel like he could do a ton of damage, Mahomes style. He should be putting up forty and not seventeen, and certainly not against this defense who stepped up finally. I I said this on JJ's pod because JJ's a Dolphins fan. If if I was a Dolphins fan and they took two over Herbert, I would not be able to sleep at night. Because <laughs> yeah. Herbert, Keenan Allen, I really like. But for the most part, like they can barely block for him the whole thing. And then you watch Miami, who can't really block either. But I think they probably have a better foundation. They have more mm -hmm. young, up-and-coming players, stuff like that. But um, but that that's such a tough one. Like Tua got hurt again. I know he got popped and that's not his fault. QBs get hit, but he just seems like he's hurt a lot. And then when I watch him in the game, I'm not exactly impressed. They were losing that game. They were, yeah, just, they were losing they, that game. They just were. I mean, they, but, they, the Buffalo coming off a loss hung 60 on them last, you know, what was that week 17 or something last year when Miami needed to win to, to get in. It was a, it was about to be a similar. Thing. Oh, did we come up with a name for when the, same team has the ball They're for never 45 on the minutes. Field whenever you look. Yeah. No, I don't think we did. Did we get any? Um... Because that was that was that Miami game. Miami had the had ball it. for the entire, no, for the entire second quarter, Miami had the ball. Oh. And they were just in quicksand, kind of sort of going forward and driving, and then, but not really. And and their defense kept shutting down Buffalo. It was 14 nothing forever. Mm. And Brissette had come in for two, and he couldn't do anything. And uh, and then eventually Buffalo got the third touchdown. And that was it. But Buffalo, yet again, not crazy impressive. They got well. How a did they get thirty five? Now that I look at it, like Allen only had one hundred seventy nine passing yards, and he wasn't uh, that good in that game. They yeah. they they got a Singletary had like a fifty yarder to start the game. Mm -hmm. Then Miami had a dumb something happen where all of a sudden it was fourteen nothing, and then Miami had the ball for an hour and couldn't do anything. Yeah. So Miami now. 17 points in two games total and they could have taken Justin Herbert. That's pretty tough. But well, your team, I, think, I think your team is the second best, at least the second best in the division. I would feel good about that for you. I know you want your quarterback to be a little more advanced than he is, but he may be more advanced than Tua who might not even be able to stay on the field. He might have gone against two good, fast, young defenses those first two weeks. I want to see mm. him against a shit defense when he has time. Right. The Jets were like in his mug today. It was frustrating. I kept thinking they were going to spread out for him and it just never happened. But yeah, the uh, 
the your team against the Chargers, I felt like that was a worse loss for the Chargers than it was a good win for the Cowboys. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I mean, I would have started getting like I have this thing where I'm like, all right, well, we're still not losing against the NFC East, and we have the Eagles this week, but you know, could have, maybe, should have, whatever you want to say, beat Tampa Bay. And if I, I would have been mad if that was we had two games that we really could have and should have won. But yeah, it, it seemed like uh, not a typical Chargers loss, but um, they 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 could have snatched it away from Dallas easily. How would you compare McCarthy's coaching oh, to man. to Daniel year one of the Kimmel show? <laughs> I gasped. <laughs> I don't think Daniel ever made me gasp on a plane. I said, <laughs> I said, you have got to be kidding me. And everybody turned and looked at me like, what? what what's wrong? And like, <laughs> no one else is watching this game except me. I'm my sling player or whatever. But what do you, how do they, that nine seconds left, they ran one play with 20 seconds left and ate the timeout. And they, it's like, all right. 57-yard field goal on the road, shaky kicker. We got this. We're good. It's a miracle they came out of that with a win. He always looks agitated and put out when they cut to him on the sidelines. Yeah. Like He's been completely surprised by some sort of outcome he didn't expect. Mm -hmm. Very Listen, strange. strange I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll forever be happy Jason Garrett's gone, so this guy's going to have to do a lot. Like Probably something to my family specifically for me to just, like, to just go postal on him. But uh, for now... For now, we'll take that win. No thanks. Well, I thought Washington was going to win that division. Yeah, they they're not good. The Giants aren't good. I'm well, not willing to. Why, what what is the, Washington's plan at quarterback? Can't be Taylor Heineke. It just can't. Like, but it, also, their defense isn't. You were right. Whoever told me on this pod that Washington's yeah. defense was smoke and mirrors, I, I think it was you. That was me. I'm gonna raise yeah, my hand. You're right. Yeah, they, they, Congrats. They, they faced not so good quarterbacks last year, and some yeah, of those guys are back, but the schedule will get tougher. Freaking Danny Jones is moving the ball up and down. Right. All right, week three lines. I won week one. You won week two. I got to admit, I got overconfident in week two. Put no time in it at all. I tried a little harder this week. I was off on a lot of these, I could tell you already, but th there's one disgusting one. Thursday night, Panthers are playing Houston. <laughs> and uh, Davis Mills will be your Texans quarterback. Is that for like. sure? Is yeah, it, it looks yet? like it. You know, I mean, I'm, as we're taping it, it seems like Tyrod is, and Tyrod was playing really well in both of those games, and it's uh, a bummer. I'm pulling hard for him to win God. comeback player of the year, right? I mean, <laughs> the doctor's mistake. Like, who's who's better suited on this on this team? Well, but you I, you saw yeah. how he got his injury this year, this game, right? I didn't see it. No, I didn't see that one. That same Chargers doctor ran on the field and stabbed him with the, <laughs> with the needle again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, think that's, I don't think that's accurate. No, you know how Michael Myers came back at Halloween uh, Kills? Same thing. It's a sequel. What? The doctor's back trying to kill Tyra I Taylor. I feel like again. he should get a restraining order at this point. I, that's, seriously. That's too much. It's too much. Um, uh, I did see something crazy with the new cut, this poor new coach. Like it seems overmatched here. What did he do? What did, what did I send you? Yeah, I sent. I just sent it to you. So, Coley, yeah, yeah, it was. Third and 15. Yeah. They got a 13-yard play that would have made it fourth and two, right. or there was an offsides, and it, they could have made it a third and 10. Mm -hmm. He accepted the penalty to make it fourth and two at midfield and then punted. <laughs> <laughs> and they cut to Stefanski, who was like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Like, he was just completely <laughs> confused. No, that's uh, good. We'll take the yards. It'll be better for our punt. We'll push him <laughs> further back. <laughs> 
We don't have a play where we can get 10 yards, third and 10. Now we'll take fourth and two. Cully. That team has a pastor running the entire organization and they have a guy who <laughs> accepts penalties and punts. I mean, he's 60 and he was never a coordinator. Uh, God bless him, but um, this team's Holy got enough background. stack against him. Jesus. Tough time for Houston sports right now. Yeah. Um, all right. I have uh, Panthers favored by five in Houston. We both said five at seven. Uh, no okay. one's trusting this Houston team with Davis Mills. Davis Mills was the guy that the Patriots allegedly Stanford were going to take, guy, right? Yeah, they if Mac didn't fall to them, there that was the guy they were allegedly going to mm-hmm. take in the second round. I don't know what it mean, that means. It means you got lucky. Yeah, it's, I mean, it might have been that our marquee game for Sunday. I I know I sent you Chiefs Chargers for this, mm-hmm. but I've changed my mind. I think oh. it's Ram. I think it's Rams Bucks. The more I think about it. I'm more interested in that game. Wow! So that fourth quarter swayed you. You don't like. You're not happy with the Chiefs. They got yeah, that, yeah. And plus, like when I did the Lions, I didn't realize the Chargers were going to lose to the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I got Rams Bucks. I think this is the last time this year the Bucks are underdogs. I have the Rams by one and a half at home against the Bucks. You nailed it. I thought they'd get the full three, and I thought like everyone would be like, "Oh, that's too high." I- what we have to know is, I know Brady doesn't have this in his DNA where he reacts like other players, but how much are they looking forward to the New England game right now? Or is he looking past this game is what I'm saying. It would be easy. To I don't think so. It's I too think, much. It's too I think much. he's in 17-0, and 0, 60 touchdown really? mode. I think he's trying to destroy. Evans kept getting hurt in the game today. I, I mm-hmm. can't tell if he's like Vince Carter or what's going on, but he... Would limp out. It was like, oh my God, Evans blew out his knee, and then he would be back the next series, and then he'd be pointing again to come out. So I don't know if they're getting him healthy. Um, but with the Rams, Henderson got hurt. Sony right. Michelle finished the game for them. The they they seem like they're a receiver short, but I'm not sure it matters because Cooper Cup is now the best receiver since Jerry Rice for some reason. He's oh, just yeah. completely uh demolishing everybody. Stafford loves that guy. My I God, asked this pod so on Thursday to Craig uh, on Thursday's pod. I asked this to Craig Horlbeck. If I know he's not the best receiver in the league, but is he second for fantasy? For fantasy, yeah. If you could, if you could, <clears throat> if all the receivers went back in the pool and you had the second pick, hmm. Tyreek is the first pick, right? Would you take Cup second or would you take somebody else? Uh. Because I think I would take Cup. I like that guy Schwartz on Cleveland. Let's Schwartz. <laughs> yeah, I guess no, the, it's Cup. I the mean, nominees are like Devontae, Diggs, Diggs yeah. Jefferson. Yeah, let's see a couple more games out of Adams, I think, before we are commit to Stafford that. loves Cup. And, and anytime they need anytime yeah. they need a first down, they go to him. Yeah, for sure. So for the people listening at home, I assume you're listening. <laughs> there's only two watchable games. There's five barely watchable games and there's a five game poop factor. This is not a good week three. I don't know why it worked out this way. Maybe there's not a lot of good teams. These two watchable games, Patriots home for the Saints, I think is a fun game for a variety of reasons because mm-hmm. the Saints are either, they turned into a pumpkin in week two or that was just a bad game. I don't know what, all, all bets are off with the Saints now. And then with the Patriots, <laughs> I I, I kind of feel the same way. So I had the Pats by three. I didn't know what oh, to do with this. Oh, you love them. Yeah, I know you love them. I, I thought it would only be two, but it is three. People okay. don't believe in Jameis 
and you love them and you're going to bet them like crazy. I know you are on Friday. I'm going to put $750 million on the Pats minus three. <laughs> Mill- Traeger, $10 million sh- picks. $3,700 million. Schrager, you just sit there and nod. Don't you dare disagree with me. That's what I'm betting on the Pats. Don't step up my Patriot bet, Schrager. <laughs> Pats minus three. Yeah, so you get that one too. And then the other one is Chiefs Chargers in KC. And I am going to knock this down by a half point from what I sent you, just from what we saw in that Chiefs game. I'm going to say Chiefs by seven against the Chargers. Wow. I would have gone... um, Oh, you're a jerk because you'll get... So I said six and it's six and a half. So we both get it, but I would have gone up if I changed it at all. What's the data behind them losing two in a row? Did they do that last year? I think it's tough when... The other team runs for eight yards a carry against you for four yeah, straight quarters. That's not great. That's yeah. and that's there was like great. no sign that that is ever going to change with any team that has a good running back. Right. Well, that'd be a good game. I am actually looking forward to both times those teams match up. That'll be fun. Everyone is looking forward to that game except Dolphins fans. <laughs> Barely watchables. We got five. We got the Bills at home against Washington. I think I went too low on this. I said uh, Bills by six. That's probably too low. Yeah, I went seven. It's eight and a half. Yeah, that's stupid. But you're right. Before the season, this was probably, what, a four and a half, five point? Everyone was in love with Washington. Yeah, I'm no longer even in like with Washington. No. No, We'll see with the Bills. Something doesn't look right with them yet, but this also happened to them last year, and then they figured it out. So maybe maybe by November it'll get going. Next one is Titans-Colts. You would have thought this would be the wa- in the watchables, but this might be Jacob Eason. Well, that, I need to know that because I, I put a gigantic number on it if it is Jacob Eason. I said eight. And what'd you go with? I went three? low. I, I said Titans by three. They're going to be closer. It's four and a half. There's a line on it already. So do they really just not care if it's Eason or Wentz? Not, not, that, not that Wentz is going to make me uh, excited to take the Colts, but my God, Jacob Eason. I don't know. Does it get a full week of practice is a different story? He was one of those when when August, when it just gets really dark for information and stories and people, yeah. you, you watching Sports Center and they cut to somebody and they're like, I'll tell you, the Colts really like this Jacob Eason. <laughs> and that's yeah. like somebody's segment from live from Indianapolis. <laughs> Good for them. Well, yeah. I saw him throw two balls today and I did not share their sentiments. I did not like Jacob Eason as much. Uh, yeah, the we'll Rams, see what happens. Did, Rams didn't even care about getting a first down towards the end. Like, we'll pin them at their 10 yeah. with 40 seconds left and there's no way they're going to get in field goal range. Yeah. Titans, who knows? They might be back. So if we're going to explain like the week one overreaction and then the week two correction, mm-hmm. the Titans at least have like a fair case for it because they had a whole bunch of COVID stuff. Right. You know, they're home. There was heat. They hadn't practiced a lot. And it was just kind of maybe you throw that week one away. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I well, got my guard up Derrick with them. Henry. It's all, isn't it all Derrick Henry? Like he, he had 58 yards rushing the first week. Uh, you know, he averaged like three and a half yards per carry. And then, then you start buying into the, oh boy. Yeah. Too much mileage. No way he's coming back. And, and then you have Ryan Tannehill as your quarterback with no Derrick Henry. But no. Yeah. He's way back. Another barely watchables. I didn't put this in the poop vector because I actually think this is watchable in a car crash kind of way. Steelers, Bengals, it's in Pittsburgh. And if Ben sucks in this game in the first quarter, what is the reaction of the fans? 
Yeah, they're going to be. Uh, well, I, I'm I'm just surprised because you're the way you're talking. You would I would think you'd go low with this, but you went way you went very high with this line. I did. I said Steelers by eight at home. I said six. It's four and a half. So Fandle thinks it's going to be Oof. even a better game than than we do. Well, I think that's an indictment of how bad the Steelers are. I didn't see um, how they came back, to, but I didn't have that that uh, David Buses doesn't have didn't have the Bengals Bears on, but. They were down uh, twenty to three, and they can't. They had two touchdowns. Was to borrow uh, to Chase and Higgins. Was that what they did to come back? I did not see a lot of the Bengals Bears game. That right. did not make my list. But mm-hmm. um, some rudimentary internet sleuthing said that the Bengals' problems persist with being able to protect Burrow. Burrow has not looked that comfortable. All that stuff. He threw three yeah. interceptions on three straight passes. Yeah, it's not great. And everyone got what they wanted with Fields, so he's he's in now. That Zach Taylor, if they got killed in that game, I think has to move into first coach fired watch. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you're right. That was a good head to head for that. We didn't even uh, we didn't even seize on that early. There were three injuries within like four minutes. It was like um, uh, Dalton went out, Baker went out for a minute. Who was the third guy? Oh, and Tua went out. It really happened like within like six minutes. And you get to know the backups and like, oh my god, why is he still around? Why is it Minshew playing? My guy. Yeah. Uh, Raiders, Dolphins. This is in Vegas. I had the Raiders by three against Miami, and I like the Raiders. Um, let me find this. Oh, there's a Lake. Yeah, I, I'm closer. I said five. It's four and a half. Okay. I think they're so much better than Miami. Here's we'll two, two red flags. Mm-hmm. One is... Uh, Anytime we've trusted John Gruden in a position like this, it's usually gone badly, right? With this during this Raiders run. Yeah. I think this is a kitchen sink game for the Dolphins because they've scored 17 points in two games. I don't know who their quarterback's going to be, but I think there's a lot of goofy stuff from them this game. A lot of double reverses, flea flickers. Jalen Waddle this, throwing a pass. Yeah. I, I'm prepared for a lot of weirdness. You know, we we were historians, so we knew like the Raiders give the Steelers a fit. That, yeah, that doesn't even matter how bad the Raiders are, right? In, in history right. or where they're playing, right? Uh, and remember last year, this Dolphins Raiders game. I think it was like the day after Christmas. It was wasn't that a Thursday night game? I think it was a Thursday night game. But it went oh, back that was a good forth. game. Yeah, that yeah. was. Two is like probably best game. Yeah. Dolphins won 26. Was Mariota in that game for a minute? Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, yeah, they might be uh, freaked out by this Dolphins team. Maybe that line is too high. You might not have seen this, but there was a play when the Raiders got, I think, a touchdown and Carr got hit late. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a cheap shot and the ref missed it. And it looked like he was actually really hurt. Really? But Mariota's hurt too. Oh, yeah. And that game was about to go into putt. And then he kind of limped off. But there was this two minute run where it was like, oh, he really got hurt. Hmm. Um, and I was watching it thinking, like, wow, that'd be really bad for them if Derek Carr got hurt. That like that's how well he's playing. Yeah. Where, <laughs> you know, if that had happened even two weeks ago, I'd have been like, oh, they're fine. They'll put Mariota in. But now, uh, the way Carr's playing, no Mariota. Can Minshew uh, just be all-time backup quarterback for anyone who needs it? Like he just floats around? Yeah, yeah why can't yeah. he just be on a seven-day contract? It'd be tough. I don't know where he starts the the Sunday. Is he, like, right in the middle of the country? Is he in, like, Nebraska? Like, all right, we need you in Oakland. Oh, no, all right, now go back. All right, the, uh, the, the Bears? Okay, the Bears need you now. Well, what if, like, they build him a Minshew cruiser, like the Madden cruiser? Oh, that's good. 
and he's yeah. just around in the cruiser. Like whoever needs a QB, he signs with them for that week. Like take what Fitzpatrick did, just bring it to another level. I like it. All time QB. The Minshew cruiser, all time <laughs> backup QB. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh, Houston Tyrod Taylor's out. The Minshew cruiser is headed to Houston. <laughs> One more barely watchable Seahawks Vikings. I an incredible. Must win for the Vikes. Mm -hmm. 0-3, I don't know what the percentages are for 0-3, but can't be good. And then the Seahawks um, coming off a bad loss. Well, they're back to their one-score nonsense, right? Every game they're in is a one-score. The first one, they took that game against the Colts. They they forgot who they were. Went to overtime with the Titans. This is probably one score, too. And uh, I don't know. What what do you have? What do you have exactly? Yeah. This game's in Minnesota. I had the Seahawks one and a half. Yeah, you nailed it exactly. I had two. So you're up. No, it's 5-5 five, five now, including ties. I don't know what to think. I mean, it's an absolute stay away, right? Yes. How can you feel any confidence in either of these teams? Kirk Cousins is the rare quarterback that makes you feel terrible whether you're on him or against him on a bet. Mm-hmm. Right. Against him, he's like kind of scary, right? All of a sudden, sure. he can scramble for twenty yards, and you're like, "Oh, I forgot he was fast." Right? Or he'll nail, he'll throw this beautiful deep ball. Mm-hmm. You bet on him, and you're just nervous the whole time, assuming he's always cut a your slow legs start or yeah. something, right? You have to you need the fourth quarter to even get back in it. Yeah, I don't like the look on his face. Yeah, either yeah. way, you lose with Kirk Cousins. Poopfecta, we'll rip through these. Ravens are in Detroit. Now, it's interesting. We don't know if Detroit is slightly better than maybe people realize, which is mm-hmm. how I felt about Houston. And I think I would have been right if if Taylor didn't get hurt. I think that game was going to continue to be close. I have Ravens by six in Detroit. It's probably low coming off a win. It's a little low. I said six and a half, and it's seven and a half. Yeah. This is a tough one. Maybe maybe Detroit sneaks up on them. Big, big emotional win, even though Detroit's coming off a short week. Ravens dying to be teased. Yep. For sure. So if you think the Lions are going to look like shit in that Packers Monday night game, I would tease this Ravens game now. Smart. Giants are home. Giants are home for the Falcons. Mm This will be a game that comes down to the last four minutes and one of the two quarterbacks will make a terrible play and cost their team the game. I just don't know who. Giants by three is my pick. Yeah, you're right. These games suck. And this is the one I was off by the most, and I should be ashamed of myself. I said Atlanta by one and a half because I still think Atlanta's good, and I still hate the Giants more than any professional franchise out there. But I let it get the best of me, and I was off four and a half points. The Giants should be favored by three. Over. I know people saw a lot of good things there. They lost another lineman, though. Um, but they should have won the game. Slayton drops the ball. Jones has a huge run. It's called back on a phantom penalty. Definitely should have won the game. Guy jumps off sides, Lawrence. But uh, I still don't trust him. I mean, how, how do I trust the Falcons either? The Falcons went into this season going, we figured out something with Cordero Patterson. Yeah. That over the last 15 years, nobody has figured out. Did you pick him up? No, Brad did. But you have to change. I did the, change uh, your stupid Juwan the West Johnson Coast. Webbers. What do you mean? Well, Brad has Cordero Patterson uh, eligible at receiver and and running back now. Oh. Uh, if he wants it. Because well, Patterson's basically playing running back. Right. Yeah. And I have weird. Juwan Johnson as a tight end or receiver. I like the multi position eligibility is fun. I like that. It's the one nice. good thing CBS does. Yeah, I had to change that to uh to, to I mean 
<laughs> it's literally the one good thing they do other than send sarcastic blurbs to the team owners. And they can go crazy. They can go rogue and make Zerline a, uh, a tight end or something. And then who knows what, what happens. We're trusting CBS. Cardinals at the Jags. This has all the makings of everybody getting creamed. Yeah. I have the Cardinals favored by five. It's probably a little higher than that. Nobody has taken the Jags in this game. It's in Jacksonville. And uh, and I think they screw over just a, a wide array of gamblers in this. Yeah, you might be right. I said seven and it's seven and a half. So when you talk about your teaser, that road teaser of Baltimore over Detroit and Arizona over Jacksonville just looks way too easy to be true. The Cardinals cannot stop the run at all. Mm. Not even a little. So if the Jags can run the ball at all and get a lead, who knows? I would not put the Cardinals in a tease. You're Do right. Not put, These games suck. I don't like what what the first two you read were good. Yeah, we're in trouble. You Broncos, think you're getting rid of the bad one with Carolina Houston. You think you're getting rid of it, but right. they all but jumping no. back at us. Broncos Jets, another bad one. I have the uh Broncos by seven and a half. I had eight and a half. It's ten and a half. They're not playing oh, around with the Jets. Come on. Well, this is a good defense. Uh, you're not gonna score by accident on Denver. Wait, so you mocked me that I thought the Pats were favored by nine against the Jets, partially because no, I knew the Jets right. I apologized. Sucked. I apologized. I said I was wrong. Well, Vegas should apologize to me. Yeah. Well, they are by making this 10 and a half. Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater's looked, I think, really good. Now, can't say the competition's been awesome, but mm-hmm. if you're a Broncos fan, you can't. You drew Locke last year. You have a quarterback now who at least can complete passes to open receivers. That's a bonus. They're winning games that last they should year. win, right? Yeah. And it's not kind of something they weren't familiar with in yeah. the last few years. It's like, oh, third and six, that guy was open, and then our quarterback mm-hmm. threw the football to him, and the guy caught it, and now the chains have moved, and we get three right. more debt. Yeah. Yeah, Good two time. gloves probably won't win as a six-point underdog anytime soon, but he'll take care of business against these crap teams, I think. Yeah, no question. Browns at uh, home. Playing the yeah. Bears. I don't know what's going on with the Browns receivers. Odell missed today. Landry got hurt during the game. Right. A lot of people's Jones and Schwartz. Mm-hmm. And uh <laughs> and Mayfield somehow doesn't throw incompletions anymore. And then they can run the ball wherever they want. But this looks like we'll get fields. This is a nice spot for him. And uh you know, I shouldn't have I, I'm gonna I, give you a chance to change this because yeah, know I'm gonna change this. Yeah, I'm putting this. You said eleven. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm I'm putting this in the watchables too. Oh. Yeah. I I, I apologize. This shouldn't have been in the poop fecta. Okay. I have Browns by eleven. Over yeah, well, you have an eleven point fair. That's why it's in the poop fecta. I said five and a half. It's seven and a half. Jesus. Do people think the Bears are good? What am the I? The Bears missing? get a lot of respect. They just in the last. I don't even years, think they, they have a good defense. Do. Right. I'm putting well, in all the those guys did all right. All those guys, I think they all had sacks today. Roquan Smith and and uh, who else? Well, cool. Roquan I, I, Smith I had like, a touchdown. Yeah, right. He scored. Quinn, Khalil Mack, Roquan Smith. They all did well. Four sacks today. I'm moving that to the watchables because I want to watch Justin Fields, and I'm excited for him, and I think he's going to be a really good pro, and it'll be really fun if he's way better than Zach Wilson and Trey Lance. Yeah. Even though he went 10 picks later. Well, people are getting what they want, right? Like, I mean, I thought, well, keep the kid out against the Rams week one and, and you know, so fine. Like, or put him in spot, yep. you know, a couple plays 
here or there. And now, now throwing them to the Lions. So Sunday night, 49ers home for the Packers. This Good is one. 49ers by three. It's textbook. It's my lock of the week. 49ers by three. <laughs> I had three. It's up to three and a half right now. Oh, geez. Five, six, seven, eight. Is that because oh, of I the Diva, Diva Aaron Rodgers? I mean, if you do the transitive property or whatever that is, like the Packers got killed by the Saints who look like dog shit today, right? So is it possible the Packers are neck and neck with the Lions tomorrow? Then, then, then you are looking at three and a half or more for San Francisco. I have no, well, we'll know more tomorrow night. Right. But that's a good game. That's another good Sunday night game. And I think the night games this season have been excellent. There's only one, only the Rams-Bears was not good, right? Everything else yeah, but was he, good. Tampa. I got to say, even that one was kind of fun for a blowout because Stafford yeah. was airing it out and we got to mm -hmm. see like this new Rams team. I've enjoyed yeah, every day. It was fine, game. but Giants-Washington came down to the wire. Dallas-Tampa came down to the wire. This one, Baltimore-KC came down to it. Monday night, Cowboys at home for the Eagles. Yeah. True or false? If they said Minshew was starting week three, you'd be more nervous. Oh, I think I would. I don't know. I, I can't. Hurts uh, might be the quarterback I have the most trouble figuring out. Me too. I came out of week right? one thinking he was a star. I came yeah. out of week two being like, what, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, I was like, oh, what he's so is, what fast. Is he? He's making great decisions. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah. I have no feel for him at all. Uh, I have Cowboys by three and a half. You nailed it. I don't know. I went. I went high on this. I said six, only because I think six. I, don't, I know. Fuck I'm out stupid. of here. <laughs> That's what, what I said to doing? you with the Patriots. Six. They're gonna win that game by six. We'll see. And speaking of wins, you beat me. You lost, sports guy. Yep. Wow, and you nine. have a two to one three, lead three after five, three six, weeks. Six. I don't think that's ever happened. All right, I'll take it. I will. We're take gonna it. take a break. And then we'll come back and do some parent corn. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. I love the NBA. When game day comes around, win or lose, this is the beer you want. Michelob Ultra, my go-to right now because I'm a light beer guy. Sorry, hate to break it to you. You know, I'll mess around with some other ones, but for the most part, really ever since college, I've been a light beer guy. Michelob Ultra. Not only does it taste great, 95 calories, crisp and refreshing. Put it in your fridge. Watch how people just grab it. All of a sudden, they're gone. I also like Globe Ultra because they're getting fans closer to the game right now than ever before with exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like signed memorabilia and courtside seats. Enter for your chance to win at McGlobeUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. The experts at eBay know that inspecting every tick of your next watch is time well spent. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that every tick of your next timepiece is authentic. Time and time again, every movement inspected, every crown checked, and face verified. eBay dedicates time to the details, and with Authenticity Guarantee, they've got your back. Shop with the same confidence you'll feel when you put on that new timepiece. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Today's Parent Corner is brought to you by Nissan. The Nissan Pathfinder's Intelligent 4x4 can help you return to some legendary off-roading and mudding. Return to rugged in the all-new 2022 Nissan Pathfinder. Learn more at nissanusa.com. 
All right, Sal, you just spent an entire weekend with your family. You're mm. up first. All right. Well, you know, I have the three kids. Uh, the, the, I don't think I talk about the middle one a lot other than, you know, his name is Jack Romo. I named him after Tony Romo and he decided to turn his back on me and the Cowboys and he roots for the Steelers and screaming in uh, Dave and Buster's today for the Steelers. And it's just a, he's just like a mixer. And uh, but he's a quiet mixer. Like he doesn't like Phil. He's a quirky kid. And, uh, you know, he just he'll go like the whole day without talking to anyone and then jump out of his room and it's like, Tell me everything you know about Tone Loke. And then I have to sit there and talk about Tone Loke for um, about 18 seconds, which is what I, I, is about everything I know about Tone Loke. So he's he's quirky. He's quiet. My cousin, Jimmy's daughter, loves him. Uh, very special. He loves animals and makes him, she makes him the ring bearer for the wedding. And he's uh -oh. freaking out. He's freaking out. And I was like, listen, don't worry about it. They're going to give you the rings uh, 40 seconds before you have to walk up. And then you're going to walk up and you're going to hand them to someone. And uh, that's going to be that. And but it, like the night before, he's like getting chest pains and everything. And like, like, what are we going to do? Maybe we should call him off. Like, maybe we should tell Jimmy's daughter, like, we can't we shouldn't do this. Just give it make someone else do it. But then we get there and Don Barris, who's the audience warm up guy, is officiating. He's getting them married and he's got a wreath, like a flower wreath on his head. And it's like, oh, this is like this is a silly thing. But he's still like I can see him huffing and puffing and. uh and uh, and he finally gets called up uh, after an emotional uh, vows by both the bride and groom. And now it gets serious again. He gets called up and he gets a standing ovation and he starts doing like a dance. It's like pumping his fist. Like it's like a, like Kevin Green after uh, three sacks <laughs> in a row. And, uh, and he gives uh, the bride and the groom the ring and he like turns off and like flexes and walks back. And like everyone's still applauding for him. And he grabs my wife and he gives her the biggest hug I've ever seen. She's like looking at me like what? Like, as if he's like going off to war. So I don't know what the hell happened. What got into Jack Romo? It certainly didn't turn him into a Cowboys fan, but uh, good job by him by for not. Um, I don't know what was going to happen to those rings in the eight seconds. He had them uh, had possession of them. But so he, pulled, he so might have turned the corner. This was like this was like uh, I'm trying to think what quarterback turned the corner. This I week. think so. This yeah. is a, there's a maturity now. Now he's, he can lead a two minute drive. Josh Allen from year three. Three to four. Josh Allen, to three. Like, yeah. yeah. There <laughs> you go. It all comes down to those rings. Yeah. Um, my son, Ben, <laughs> who's now five foot nine. And we've talked about that. You talked about this before about whether you could beat Archie if it actually came down to a fight. Right. Yeah. And there's been a couple of times when he's kind of tried to do the hockey fight thing where it's like drop the gloves, let's have a fight in the kitchen. But then <laughs> He's these big paws that'll throw these punches and then I'll get mad, but we don't actually fight. Mm -hmm. Today, Kyle came over for football and Ben does the same thing he does with me, with Kyle. But Kyle's like, you know, he's lounging on the couch. He's drinking a coffee. He's got Jesse dog next to him. And Ben comes in, tries to roughhouse. I think Kyle's going to kick his ass like in the next <laughs> three weeks. And, and he tries to mess with Kyle and Kyle just like, but, and all of a sudden, then Ben just comes and sits down next to me. <laughs> and I'm like, Ben, Kyle's been in actual fights. I right. don't know if you listen to Life Advice with Priscilla, but there's actual Kyle stories. Like, this is not, like, the, stop roughhousing with Kyle. Mm -hmm. So Kyle's now turning into, like, that that Doberman pincher, that eight-year-old Doberman that it's like, no, no, don't let the kids play with the Doberman. I, Kyle, is that fair? You're like the eight-year-old Doberman? You see, I just, I struggle because I want him to be hurt, but I don't like want the parents to be concerned. You know what I mean? Cause I, I feel like I can hurt him more than you would. 
but right. I don't want to go too far. I'm in your house. It's really, it's really hard. I'm trying to maintain. I just I was just gonna ask you, Kyle, what what do you think you could get away with? Because right, you don't want to piss off the parents, but you want to teach him a lesson. You don't want him jumping on your back when you're not paying attention. Or, or like the, the, the flying knee to the balls. Like Ben, like ben That's not good can do yeah. some real damage. Or he yeah, throws right. like the punch when you're not looking and all of a sudden you have a dead arm for 10 minutes. So, so I think like, what you have to do, Kyle, is you have to stretch him, basically. Right? Because you don't want to, you're not going to punch the kid. You're not going to kick him. You don't want to leave marks. But you got to stretch him a little. Right? Like grab his arm, put your knee in his back. and, and Yeah, I think like, like the wrestlers, like the old time wrestlers in the basement would do like eight Vern Gagne and those guys. Yeah. Kyle, you gotta, you just gotta get on top of him and just right. kind of squish him. Yeah. Without actually like genuinely hurting him. I, the thing is Ben's smart. Like he'll back off. That's mm -hmm. a, like, he has good people sense with that. So Kyle, I think <laughs> you have my permission to basically protect yourself. I want you to be protected when you come over. We're worried about you, Kyle. I've been straddling the line. I gave him a, I gave him a good leg punch today and I pulled back. So I'll, I'll, I'll stretch him next time. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so like side of the arm is fair game and maybe like side thigh side. Yeah. I was hitting the thigh. That's what I was looking for. You don't want to bruise the kid though, but you could put him in double arm bars and, and, and he could be in pain for 10, 12 seconds. Kyle, what, what height does Ben get to where you, where you, it officially, <laughs> you start to get worried that it might be even. Um, like Jason Goff, I'm full go. I don't care how tall he is. Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> what Ben? And he's taking like, he's taking like headshots on Instagram, right? There's like black and white pictures of him. And he looks, I don't no. know. He just looks different every three weeks. I feel. I know. Well, that was my wife. And she oh. just snapped this picture of him. I don't know what's going on with him. <laughs> he's 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 really blossomed. His flag football season starts this week, so I'm sure oh, nice. we'll have have some stories. He's playing tight end, free safety, and kick return. I want to go to one of those games. Well, are they it's, Saturdays or Sundays? No, it's during the week. It's like oh, during the week. Yeah, it's like afternoon. But this is this is it. This is the last year. The next year, the pads go on. What's yeah. what's Archie's record in the uh, in the high school? They're two and two. Uh, they had a big win. That uh, they play. Um, they play a ranked team in Southern California. Like I think T.O. is T.O.'s son is a running back this week. So, oh my god, uh, I think they're gonna get they're gonna get slaughtered. But um, yeah, it'd be fun to watch. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we'll keep we'll keep the listeners posted on Kyle versus Ben. Yeah. I think Ben is like plus seven fifty right now, and the if it ever really goes, is he okay against Kyle? I don't know because Kyle's always on his back. Like he might be able to really. Sneak him. I, I, Kyle well, he's not going to knock adjust. Kyle out, though, right? What's going nah, like to trip the right fall. kind of flying elbow might be able to get oh, him. Like you. he'd really have to. It would have to be like a Piper Snuka hit him over the head with a coconut Opens kind of moment. Eye. Yeah, yeah, Kyle, just be just be wary. Don't feel like you you have this one. <laughs> um, Don't buy him coconuts. As always, Parent Corner is brought to you by Nissan. The Nissan Pathfinder can tow up to six thousand pounds. Boats, snowmobiles, or ATVs hooked him up. Bring them along. Return to rugged in the all-new 2022 Nissan Pathfinder. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Available intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Towing capability varies by configuration. See towing guide and Nissan owner's manual for proper use. What do you have to plug, Sal? That's it. Extrapoints.com. All the sports gambling needs be taken care of there. Oh, we have free-to-play games at extrapoints.com slash arcade, giving away prizes. Really basically a hat, but uh, it's fun. Check it all out. 
Tell Dan Mashek I hope he enjoyed my beating that I gave him in our West Coast. Oh, league. did you win? You oh yeah. Easily? Did I oh, win? Good. Did I oh, win? Good. I He's won with too. Lots to spare. Um, Excellent. All right, Sal. As always, good job by you. Good job by you, buddy. All right, that's it for the podcast. It was produced by Kyle Creighton. New rewatchables coming on Monday night. Sean Fantasy and I did Dirty Work, the Norm MacDonald comedy. Almost classic, not a classic, but it's a classic to us. And don't forget about the Ringer's Prestige TV podcast, which is kind of relaunching slash rebranding on Monday with me and Amanda Dobbins talking about the morning show. And we have a lot more coming on that feed. So check it out, seek it out, look for it. And I will see you on this feed on Tuesday. There's going to be some basketball. There's going to be a reunion of sorts. That's all I'm telling you. I'll see you on Tuesday. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is brought to you by Honey Stinger. This is a show about sports and culture opinions. But right now, I want to talk sports facts, the data, the stats. Honey Stinger, sports nutrition, trusted by more than 1,500 pro and college teams. That's right, 1,500. That's all 32 pro football teams. That's 39 pro basketball teams, 29 pro baseball teams, and more that prepare, perform, and recover with the delicious taste of Honey Stinger's energy waffles, chews, gels, and bars. Honey Stinger is the one team's trust. Use code Simmons for 20% off your first order at honeystinger.com. That is S-I-M-M-O-N-S for 20% off your first order at honeystinger.com. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client.